talked a little bit yesterday about uh, uh, the it was all a dream trope and how it was, my, it, it was my overview of thoughts at the time. This time I want to talk about when it's done right, because it's good to have a model for when it's done right. And I just finished a series of blog posts about this, so that's why my brain is all primed for it. When it's done right, a person wakes from the dream and it's like coming out of reading a book. You finish, you close the book and you go, wow, I am changed. That, you know, that, that means something for me going forward. And those are the kinds of plots that are most satisfying when they turn into it was all just a dream. Now the quintessential of this one, I think I mentioned yesterday, is A Christmas Carol, where we not only get the dream, but the follow-up from the dream. It could very well have been a set of dreams. There may very well have been more gravy than grave in the whole affair. But it didn't matter. Scrooge took the lessons seriously. That's an interesting thing about the Dickens, about the novel by Dickens is that you could argue the whole thing was just a dream. But uh, a that's not as much fun as Christmas ghosts, which are a an English tradition, and b it's not as satisfying as seeing him change because if he'd gone through all that and remained a rotter, we'd just feel miserable about it, like oh, just another rotten person. But if they come to the experience and they are changed, well, that's another thing entirely. Now, there's a more pop, there's possibly a more popular one, depending on which uh, areas of literature you hang out at. And I'm working with with uh, Western English literature, so if you know other uh, literature, uh, leave it in the comments. But there is a Midsummer Night's Dream, which turns out to be not a dream at all except for one character in there whose name is Bottom. He's the one who has his head he's turned it into a man donkey. His head looks like a donkey. Uh, because <laughs> some of the um, fairies in the area are cantankerous that evening and yeah. So he himself believes his whole magical tryst with the uh, Queen of the Fairies to be rather an exquisite dream, a mockery and a silliness and all that, but he comes out of the dream inspired, rapturous off his head, and then he goes and he joins his troupe and they all, and they all do a surprisingly good performance of Pyramus and Thisbe. So even though, you know, everything else in the play you could argue was real as real could be with fairies flying, with fairies going hither and yon and causing pranks and people falling in and out of love because somebody sprinkled the wrong love dust on somebody else's eyes. The whole thing ends up working in Bottom's case, not because he believed it was a dream that had no meaning. He believed the dream had weight which was why he appreciated it. He believed the dream meant something or could mean something. And that's probably what differentiates it was just a dream, the trope, 
from It Was Just a Dream, the cheap tool to back off and say, JK, LOL, I'm not actually that horrible of a writer. I'll cover that a little bit more later. Uh, in the meantime, take something old, make something new. Peace out.